You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout podcast by star wars fans for star wars fans i am matt starwin and i am ezra skyhopper welcome aboard the outcast this is the place for all star wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far far away you ready for the question i I hope so. I don't think I am, but <laughs> yes, you it's are. now or never. Yes. Let's do it. Yes, you are. All right. So I feel like you're more nervous to ask the question I, than I am to, <laughs> yeah, probably. to even hear it. That's probably true. Okay. All right. Lindsay, serious question. Serious question here. All right. How many younglings did he kill? Ooh. We, 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 we've been asking the question like, you know, for several episodes now. Matt's a big... And we still don't have a good answer. We don't have... So I, I brought on an expert. I brought on an expert. I want to know how many younglings... <laughs> we got up... We counted up to 11 last time, but we think it's important to kind of... You know he didn't stop there. Really? All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is at least 33. 33 younglings. I'm going to say 33. Wow. Minimum. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, hey, if there were 11 in each room, you're telling me that he didn't go to at least three different rooms to try and find what he needed? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I just keep thinking to myself, at, at, when, when Matt brings it up, I'm like, he did. He did kill a bunch of younglings. He was out there. What, was, that, was that in his directive? Did, did Palpatine tell him to do that? What's going on there? You know? All right. I have a different question then. Oh, okay. At what point did he stop killing younglings? Oh, my God. Like, after 34, what <laughs> what made him be like, you know what? That's good. I'm right. a little tired. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because eventually he hires somebody else to go out and kill him, right? Exactly. <laughs> so. uh, eventually, he's just like, clone clone troopers, you guys, finish this up for me. Yeah. 
I'm going notes. for my blue milk break. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, friends, in case you didn't realize, uh, I am flying solo, kind of. I we've, we've brought on a special guest. We have Lindsay Gadotti here, Master Gadotti, and uh, so I thought we would bring her on. Get, get we had to get that question answered first of all. We got that out of the way last week. It led us to a, a conversation about uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And it's something we want to kind of continue talking about. So in, in today's episode, we are discussing uh, Master Gadotti's origin story, Star Wars Celebration, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I think we've got some other kind of, who knows where, I mean, I think we're going to go off on various tangents. Lindsay, I'm, I'm hoping. We're going to end up all the way in Batuu, I think. Oh my gosh. We're just, we're just really going to hop all over. Okay. Get, okay. That makes me fill nervous. Fill in the blanks on Luke's map and yeah. all of that. The the whole bit with um, Batu that did, that that definitely makes me nervous because I don't really know uh, what uh, I don't know much about that to be quite frank. So <laughs> hey, um, we got a while to figure it out. Yeah. All right. So let's you know in in hanging out in hyperspace we have to kind of get to know you a little bit, right? I think that's that's important. Correct. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, let everyone warm up to me a little. Because just be- just because we we call you Master Gadotti and, and you're a Jedi Master doesn't mean, uh, you know that that you're some of those masters turn bad. I mean, we've got so many ev- so much evidence of of. Uh, I want to make sure you're not a dark side user. That's that's what I, fair. That's what that's I need fair. to know. So what is it? The phone thirteen that we got in Master and Apprentice. We need to make sure I'm not number fourteen. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, so anyways, let's go over a couple of things. For your your favorite Star Wars character. Favorite Star Wars character. Han Solo. Always through and through. Wow. wow. Yeah. Really? Rey is, is making her way as a close second. Okay. Um, Qui-Gon was always up there as well, but there's just something about Han and his nice little smugness, knowing mm-hmm. that he's always going to follow through and do the right thing. I just, I love him. What can I say? Yeah. Do you have that? Uh, I just saw it in Barnes and Noble the other day. The Han Solo, the big—it's like some book, one of those big books um, dedicated just to Han Solo. It's massive. Let me see if I can find it here. I don't think I do. Yeah, but it sounds like I need it. I mean, it's like seventy-five dollars, so I don't know. <laughs> it, Listen, Barnes and Noble. I have to say, every single day sends me a twenty percent off coupon. I think I. would used it maybe twice so far this might be what finally gets me gets me to use that coupon code yeah it's like um okay it's called star wars icons han solo it's um it's this huge massive it's got a bunch of different images of him it's uh gina mcintyre i think is is the author so i don't have it right now but ask me again sunday night okay Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I saw it the other day, and I was just like, "Man, you'd have to be a real big Han Solo fan to to want to get that." And I am a Han Solo fan, just not—he's not my favorite character, but uh, he is. Who is your favorite character? My favorite character, um, Obi Wan. Obi Wan. At which stage are we talking? Phantom Menace? Are we doing Clone Wars? Obi Wan? Is it full on Alec Guinness? It's it's Episode Four. Yeah, it's it's the original Ooh, classic. I, I don't know why I think like I, I don't know I've always been this t- this type of person where everyone likes Luke and I, I and, and Luke Skywalker is is my number two but to be his master and to be a Jedi master I just thought was so cool 
and to be kind of a guide by the side and me being a teacher, I'm always like, man, that just, that's really, I want to be Obi-Wan, you know? So, yeah. That's pretty cool. See, for me, the reason I think I like Han Solo, the, what I would probably identify with him is he kind of can be a little cocky, pretty arrogant, but at the end of the day, he always does what's right for the small handful of people that he really cares about. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's that's me at the end of the day. Yeah. I might joke around a lot. I might, you know, give people a hard time for fun. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm always going to be there. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. So was so moving into then to like your favorite movie, your favorite Star Wars movie is Solo one of your tops or what's your what's your top Star Wars movie? Actually, Solo's not. Okay. And I like Solo, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um there's no Star Wars movie that I really hate. Yeah. And I really do enjoy Solo. It's just not my top. Growing up, my favorite movie was always Return of the Jedi. But figure that was, you know, nine-year-old, ten-year-old me, uh-huh. and it's still up there really for nostalgic reasons. Mm-hmm. As I get older and as I learn more about film and storytelling, Empire Strikes Back, of course, goes up there. I would say probably either Revenge of the Sith or, to be honest, Force Awakens yeah. might actually be my favorite at this point. I could okay. watch Force Awakens every single day. It's just something about it. It has that yeah. rewatchability factor. Yeah, it, it, yes, it does. It does. I, I think once The Last Jedi came out, people really look back and they're like, yeah, I, I re- that felt more like Star Wars and, and people really, uh, I think, enjoyed it. So it's kind of funny. The more that new movies come out, like even the prequels start to seem... <laughs> Uh, yeah. to, to like those who were like original OG people, they're like, yeah. I mean, let's go back and watch yeah, the prequels. But that, let's talk about that Phantom Menace and how much we all loved that in 1999. Yeah, exactly. The glory days. Oh man, that, that's awesome. So okay, so man, because you said Return and, and Return of the Jedi is 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 my favorite uh, all time favorite movie. I mean, I could literally, I used to have it just playing in the background. You know, you're doing chores around the house or, or whatever, and it would just play, and I I could quote it. I, I, I still, it's it's my number one. So, okay. There was a time when I was really young. Yeah. You know, not really young, maybe like 10 or 11, but I had it memorized. Yeah. And and not, I couldn't do it for New Hope. I couldn't do it for Empire Strikes Back. It was just Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. But I could go off and do that entire movie. Yeah, yeah. I wish I still could. Well, see, Stupid work things it comes back to you, though, doesn't it? Right. So, like, I'll, I'll be watching and, and I think I annoy my friends because I'm even trying to do, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to do like alien voices or make the Ewok sounds and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, this is stupid. What am I doing? No, it's not stupid. It's amazing. OK. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't get that, you need better friends. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, OK. Cool beans. That's awesome. So one more thing here. So we've got your favorite character. Um, we've got your favorite movie. I'm trying to think of what else we might need from you. Do you have... Well, let's go a couple more things. Do you have a, a favorite scene? Is there... Because I because that can be Whoa, a little bit different. Great question. Yeah. Wow. Do I have a favorite... So I feel like I have to say... It seems like a cliche answer, uh-huh. but it's so true. Duel of the Fates. Really? 
Okay. That never gets old. It has the emotion of the original trilogy lightsaber duels. Yeah. While still having something way more fun and entertaining to watch. I could watch that over and over and over and over. Yeah. But wow, my most favorite scene. Wow, what a good question. It's it's a tough one. I mean, it's It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah, if what what So, okay, is I guess in that sequence, right? Uh the the whole um in Phantom Menace when we've got Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon fighting, is there a moment in that like some people really like when Qui-Gon is like, you know, taking a knee or he's 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 kneeling, he's meditating, right? He's preparing uh to face Maul there. Uh, I know I know Matt really likes that that whole uh, scene. Mm-hmm. But uh um for me it's actually right in the beginning yeah. when we first see Darth Maul and he takes down that hood and Qui-Gon turns to everyone else and he's like, we got this. Yeah. You yeah. guys go for it. Don't worry about us. Yep. We got this. Okay. And there's something there where you you know something bad is about to happen. Yeah. And you're so nervous. But just seeing their confidence. Yeah. It's not it's not arrogance at all. No. It's not misplaced in themselves. <laughs> God, I love this. They, yes. Yeah. They, they know <laughs> that they do have this. Yes. And now there's the whole debate. Did Qui-Gon even realize he was going to die going into it? Mm-hmm. I personally don't think he did. But it just says something so strong about those two Jedi in particular that they were so sure that even though this this phantom figure, this real phantom menace was coming right at them yeah. and they had no idea what was about to happen. They had no idea what his fighting technique or style was going to be like. You know, we saw a little bit of it on Tatooine, but there was no way to tell what was about to happen. Right. And they still were so confident in not only themselves, but each other. To say, we can still defend this entire planet. We can still complete this mission. We have the faith in the Force, in ourselves, in each other, and we're just going to go for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty epic. You know, something you you, you mentioned there, are there people who think, this is a recent thing, right, with with Master and Apprentice and some of the stuff that's coming out, who believe that Qui-Gon did know that he was going to, to die there? There are, and I don't really think there's a whole lot of evidence to support it. Okay. And I, I, if I could, I would, because I really do love Qui-Gon. So to be able to say, you know, he didn't die because he lost a battle. He died because he sacrificed himself for something greater. I would love to be able to say that about Qui-Gon. I hope one day I can. I just think that right now, yeah. between the prophecies we got and... What we learned about Qui-Gon, we just don't have the evidence to really say concretely. But if anyone can prove me wrong, please do. Yeah, because that, that's pretty cool. I mean, you just mentioned it briefly, so I'm like, wait, is there is there something out there that would support that? Because I love that idea, and I know uh, my good friend Matt would, would love it as well. His favorite character is Qui-Gon Jinn, so... You know that would be that would be really cool. Is there supposed to be like a follow up to Master and Apprentice? Is there going to be a second one? So not that they've announced. We had Dooku Jedi Lost, which was like a companion piece um, that obviously took place years before Master and Apprentice. Okay. But in terms of what else we can get from it, Claudia Gray. Actually, you and I were there at Celebration together for this panel. Yeah. Claudia Gray had mentioned that she really wanted to do an anthology of okay. Qui Gon Jinn, 
and right from the time he was an apprentice all the way through Phantom Menace. Right. And so in Master and Apprentice, she would sprinkle these little nuggets mm-hmm. about different missions he had been on, things he had hoped to do, in hopes that maybe Lucasfilm would come back and be like, hey, why don't you work with Del Rey again and finish this story that you kind of started? Right. So it's definitely something she's game for, she wants to do, but they haven't, as of now, announced anything. Okay. Unless okay. it's part of Project Luminous in 2020. Okay. Yeah. I just think it'd be neat. That would be the spot where you could do more to to say that he he maybe knew of the events coming up in in uh, the Phantom Menace and did sacrifice himself. You could you could weave a. It'd almost be cool if it was sort of like left up to interpretation. If they did something where he he came across another prophecy or he himself had another vision or or something that would be really really cool. I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, one more thing because I know you're super into. Uh, lore, you're super into the book series, comic. Do you read comic books? Are you in the comic books? Oh, every Wednesday morning. Really? Right at 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Awesome. I, <laughs> I need to get more into comic books. So part of our, our Patreon is going to be uh, Matt and I picking some of the Dark Horse stuff and, you know, going back over some of the, like, Old Republic stuff. And then we're also trying to pick up um, some of the newer stuff. I think I don't really know. Nice. I might want to reach out to you and ask you where we should start. Oh, for sure. Yeah, what we should uh, be reading. So that's neat. But the books, do you have a favorite Star Wars book? I do. It is Phasma by Delilah Dawson. Wow. Which I think surprises a lot of people because one of the, not one of, but really the thing that draws me into Star Wars is the Force and the Jedi. You know, I love talking about the different ways the Force manifests itself yes. in Rebels, in different books, in the movies. Um, that's my big thing. When I think Star Wars, I think the Force and the Jedi. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it is this book that has nothing to do with either of those two things. Okay. And it's hands down my favorite Star Wars book. Wow. To me, if I had to guess why, I mean, Delilah Dawson is an incredible author. Yeah. She really is. Um, so it's a little bit of that, and then it is also just, it's so different. You know, it has this Game of Thrones, Mad Max feel to it, and she really leans into it. Okay. Um, so it's it's just cool to get something so unique from what we typically get yeah. in Star Wars and still feel like it is Star Wars. Gotcha. Okay. See, that's one of those I started to kind of read, and I, I think I only got halfway through, quite frankly. I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't like it, it didn't have the things like you said, like the Force, it didn't have um, some of the connection to, to Jedi that I'm really into, and so it's sort of like, okay, I don't know. I, and, and I liked Phasma, I was really wanting to, to try to pull some more theories and thoughts out of that story leading into The Last Jedi, so that's that's why I was um, digging in there, but I, I never actually finished it. I can't believe I'm admitting that. So I'm sorry. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> no, it really is so different. You yeah. know, you have to, I think, know what you're getting into. Yeah. I remember too that actually came out the same day as Leia, Princess of Alderaan, and everyone, rightly so, was talking about that story yep. because obviously it's Princess Leia, it's Claudia Gray. Yeah. And I think Phasma kind of got overshadowed. Gotcha. But. One of the cool things about Phasma, too, in my opinion, 
is we so often have these stories, especially in Star Wars now, where it's, you know, here's the villain that you think you know. Here's why maybe they're not actually a villain. And let's try and justify their actions a little bit. Maybe even let's go as far as to redeem them. Phasma is just so honest and true. Here is a villain. Here's Mm -hmm. a bad guy. This is why they're a bad guy. And it's totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I need to go back and finish that. I mean, if it's your favorite, then I feel like I have to I have to go finish it now. So Yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, I can't remember when I, I I think I said this to you. We were talking just the other day and I was I was uh talking about how you got me into Dark Disciple and I'm very just mm-hmm. right in the early beginnings of that, but it's something I had to 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 go back and and uh finish up and and read because you guys talking about it at celebration, I think it was you and Zach and and Sam uh had me hooked. Had, just had me hooked talking about that story. So one of the things we like to do, you know, with Hyperspace Hangout is when people bring up some of their favorite things, you know, like a comic book series or a book series or whatever it may be, it's nice to hear from other Star Wars fans like, this is something you have to check out. This is really cool. Here's why I like it. And it's neat when it's something like Phasma because, as you say, everyone was super into the Princess Leia book. And I remember that. I remember... Um, my, my friends being really into that versus Phasma. So sort of why I shifted my focus. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think that's, I think that's pretty good uh, for the origin story. Next time we have you, because I know uh, Matt Starwin wants to have you back on. He, he definitely uh, is, is a little jelly. He wanted to get a chance <laughs> to talk to Master Gadotti. So we'll have to ask you a few more questions next time we we have you on but let's yeah for sure yeah let's move into um star wars celebration yeah so hot topic (laughs) yeah this is this is crazy i was it was it was such good news so we we record this um on we're recording this on thursday the 13th is that right yeah and it is yeah yeah we end up posting this tomorrow and so this news the celebration news just came out and we have the the date oh gosh i don't have it right here in front of me it's the august 27th thank you Thank you. Yeah, through the 30th, right? It's like a three-day thing. Yeah, it's going to be a little shorter. Yeah. So, Which, uh, that's, I guess, the same length it has been in the past. Chicago is just an extra day because they had so much packed into it. Right, right. Yeah, I th- I think I'm going to like the three-day. Uh, I, Chicago was, was a lot. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot going yeah. on. So I mean I like that I like that as well but uh, I mean I always take an extra day but it was exhausting yeah but I I'll, I'll be I'll huh. be totally fine with with this three day event I've never been to Anaheim so I never have either and I'm wondering too if they're going back to the shorter days figuring most people are going to take time to go to Galaxy's Edge yeah yep okay wait you mean the t- you mean like the days are going to be the time that you can be in the convention hall is a little bit shorter. No, I think those will be the same. Oh, okay, okay. But they probably figure, you know, if people are going to take a week or so yeah. out here, right. let's also get them in Galaxy's Edge. Gotcha. Before and afterwards. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. Uh, I am trying to get Lindsay to help me figure out how I can get VIP uh, passes this time. <laughs> Ooh, it is oh. an adrenaline rush the yeah. past two years. Just total Wait, adrenaline. Did you have VIP both times? Yeah, I had it for Orlando and Chicago. I I am I'm so done with you right now. I mm-hmm. thought it was just the fast <laughs> one. 
Oh my <laughs> Until God. I get you one. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah so then suddenly I, we're best friends again. I totally take that back. Um, we'll yeah. see how things go next Friday, right? That's when... Next Friday. They go on sale. So, yeah. I, I don't want you to share any of your uh, tricks or... No, I can't share my trade t- no. secrets. Don't do that, okay? Why increase the competition? Right, exactly. Sorry, sorry, friends. Uh, who are, <laughs> you know, we... We want you there, but we want you on the three three day pass. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've always wanted to have a VIP pass, so I'm hoping I can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, yeah, and you know what? If if you um, if anyone is listening and hasn't been to Celebration, it's such an awesome time. It's such a great experience. Uh, Lindsay, was your first Celebration in Orlando, or did you go before that? It was in Orlando, and I remember coming back, and that post-con depression really does hit, Yeah, just because you go there, and I mean, I I feel like you and I are in the same boat, and I would imagine a lot of the listeners are too, where we have our friends who like Star Wars at home, right? and we can sit and hang out with them and talk to them about Star Wars, but they don't love it the way we do, and I always felt like I was kind of like the odd, odd man out. Yeah. Yeah. And that was weird, especially, you know, as a girl, mm-hmm. to f- really love these movies and this these stories. And then all of a sudden I go to Orlando and, hey, here's 75,000 other people who feel the same way you do. Yeah. And they have this passion. And it's just good people who go there. You yeah. know, everyone there is so courteous. They want to make sure everyone is enjoying themselves. Yeah. They really want to connect with people. And, and you just make these connections. And some of the friends that I've made in Orlando mm-hmm. are, to this day now, my closest friends. Um, same with finally again to connect with you guys in Chicago and meet some of the other guys in Chicago. Just yeah. real connections. Um, right. So if you guys are going to Celebration Anaheim and it's your first one, just be ready. September 1st, you're going to be in a little bit yes. of a funk. Yes. Um, but it's totally worth it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there's actually, um, I mean, here, here's how cool c- Celebration is. That I forget what the booth is called. Isn't it called Flying Solo? It's like the yeah. where you can yep. sign up to kind of go with a friend or if, if you do want to go by yourself and you don't have a lot of Star Wars friends and uh, you want to be a nut job like us, then yeah, you, you can go and, and find that booth and, and there are people who are coming from around the world. You can travel around together because we would be standing in lines. And, and actually, so one of the things I'm worried about is I'm so used to being in lines and like standing for hours talking to people. So I know the VIP pass, if I get it, would give me more access to kind of move around and, and get to see more stuff. But man, the conversations, the memories that I have of just standing in line, meeting people and connecting are unforgettable. They're, they're amazing. And I, I don't know. So that's, that's one piece to, to celebration that I thoroughly enjoy, which is odd to say that I enjoyed standing in line for hours on end to wait for a poster. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, you still, you'll still get that. You know, it's it's probably a smaller pool of people that you'll be standing in line with, but yeah. you'll still be standing in line with these people for a good amount of time. Okay. Um, and you still get those those conversations, those connections. It's just you're going to see, I think, a lot more repeat faces if you go as a VIP. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. So, yeah, w- now you had some questions about celebration, this, this celebration that, that's coming up, right? Things that were, I did. Yeah. I did. You know, when we're when we're talking about the time it's going to be, 
Um, and I don't mean in August, we're saying it's going to be the shorter three day or four day convention as opposed to Chicago where we had five days. Yeah. But Chicago, we had so much to talk about. Right. We have Rise of Skywalker. We have all these new TV shows and Clone Wars coming back and Galaxy's Edge opening and this video game. There's so much going on. Whereas in 2020, I'm just wondering, as what do you think they're really going to be showing us? It's not like we're going to have a new movie coming out. So yeah. what is... I was actually pretty surprised that we're having a celebration at all in 2020. Yeah, me too. Because I, I really don't know what they could be showing us. Right, exactly. Unless it's... I don't know how quickly they could, like like if Mandalore, if the Mandalorian is going to have an extra a couple seasons, or or if there's going to be the Cassian, uh, the Cassian mm-hmm. live TV show, if it's going to be something like that. I kind of thought maybe you remember how in oh gosh it was it was it was Europe I think right it was over in London where they had um, Alden come out and they did like he's the new Han Solo type of thing. So, oh, that'd be cool. Is there some major character who we're going to follow through another trilogy, perhaps, that they would want to introduce? Have they cast somebody? I don't know. That's like at the very end, could they do something like that, which would be get, get everyone excited for quite a while? And then are they going to do one every year now or, or is it back to every other? What's what's it going to be? I, I, I don't really know what it could be about. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think I think so, I think when we watch the Mandalorian and we watch the rise of Skywalker, we're going to know. I feel like something's going to happen in either that, that TV show or the movie. I don't know. I just have a gut feeling that something's going to come out that, that we're going to be like, okay, they could, here's a side story or here's, here's more to uh, the star Wars verse that we could, that we could get into. Do you have thoughts on, on what you think we could see? I might. And I want to run this by you. Oh boy. All right, so um, my friend Adriana, who she is actually on our Clashing Sabers network, she is lucky enough to live in Anaheim, Um, so she already got to go check out Galaxy's Edge. She got her four-hour reservation like the second day it was open. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny because I'm going in Disney World a couple of times at the end of the year, and everyone is there and they're talking about here's the drinks, here's the food, here's the merchandise. But Adriana knows what we actually want yeah. to see from Galaxy's Edge, right? Uh-huh. So she is sending me all these pictures of, especially in Doc Gondar's shop. Um, and Doc Gondar is supposed to be really the the master collector. Yeah. If you think Avengers and Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, he's the collector character. Yeah. You know, and he's just taken in all these artifacts from all these different places in the galaxy in different times. So his shop in Galaxy's Edge is really eclectic. Okay, yeah. And she is sending pictures of all these statues and all these little busts and these armors that he's quote-unquote collected. And four of the pictures that she sends, she goes, I don't really know what this is, but it looks really cool. And as let me text you these photos so okay. you have them. Um, these are from the shop, you said? These are from the shop. And we'll certainly, you know, I'll send it over to you. You can put it on the Twitter or anything you need. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and they just, for days, I was thinking about it. 
And I was like, what could those photos possibly be? So someone else, of course, comes through and goes, I found this in um, the complete locations guide. Okay. All right. Ready for this? Yes. Yes. So the, if I can ever uh, get this in here, in these photos that Doc Gundar has on his shop, mm-hmm. it is all these, it looks like these little alien guys, and they're having this war, and they're fighting what we can pretty much make out to be Jedi. Okay. But it looks like the Jedi are just absolutely slaughtering them. And there's all these different um, different creatures there. What, and it are, looks like they're fighting with spears. Are they... Are they? It looks really cool. Are, are they the same type of alien? Or are they different types Not of Not as the Jedi. They're, it's like all this, of the same type of alien fighting what looks like Jedi. Okay. And someone then points out in the complete locations guide in Palpatine's office. Yeah. It is sure enough the exact same mural with the caption that it was found in an archaeological excavation of an unknown world and depicts the struggle between Jedi and Sith minions on an ancient battlefield. Oh. How cool would it be if my. in 2020 in Anaheim, they bring out Benioff and Weiss and they announce that this is going to be the trilogy. Yeah. This, first of all, this is unreal. I just got your text. Holy smokes. Right? What? So you have Jedi and they're fighting, yeah, what looks like these dark minion type uh, alien, little alien creatures. Um, and there's a lot of them. They're, the Jedi are outnumbered. Are they yeah. slaughtering them? I mean, yeah, I guess they are kind of, right? I mean, they're... But it's because there's a lot of little minion-like characters there. Wow. This is unreal. This is absolutely unreal. And so that's hanging in, in Palpatine's um, office, right? Yes, when he was the Supreme Chancellor. Okay. So yeah. that I would think then is that something where like is this I don't know like uh, old republic stuff? It would have to be. That's what it makes it, you know, when they say ancient battlefield, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And I do think everyone is pretty I know there's so much speculation that um D&D are going to be doing the old republic, and I think it would be awesome if they did. I want it to be something new, though. I don't want them to take these stories that we already know from Legends. Yeah. And they're great stories. Of course they are. Yeah. But why not give us something a little new? And this would be such a good way to really combine the two. You know, we could have their version of the Sith Wars with a little bit different twist. You know, Sith Minions. That sounds so cool. All these Sith Minions. And just seeing these visuals, it's... It's nothing we've seen before, right. and everything that we're seeing shows us that they are—they want to give us new stuff between Vader Immortal, the Mandalorian. They really want to focus on creating something new. This would be 
a great way to tie in the old fans and the new fans. Right. Give them something unique and give them something really cool to set up in Anaheim. Wow. Wow, that that is uh, just seeing those. So I will I will definitely if it's okay tweet those out, those the photos yeah, that yeah, you share. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because those are uh, that was <laughs> I have no clue why is that in the shop? You know, why is that in the collectors shop there is it something that as as you say is it just a tie-in to the movie or is it going to be something something a little more yeah, yeah some, something more so and what's neat is if it's already there in the in the film and it's already they're actually taking stuff that's that's there and they're saying no palpatine so this is something that we could collect it must be in a, a significant important time during the um d- during the history of the jedi and the sith and, and if he's you know he's he's uh he's a sith lord so he would want something maybe where the sith wouldn't he have a mural that would represent a time when maybe the sith win or something you know wouldn't that be kind of crazy i don't know that would be and it would just give so much credit to the you know hey jedi this was in your face the whole time how did you not see this yeah it's sort of like a subtle uh, yeah like a, a, a subtle thing there i don't know mm. that's really interesting that's really cool because I do think that is sort of this next celebration we're going to get uh, something with D&D and, and talking about their trilogy and where it's going to go and all that good stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to to see what, what's going to happen. Quite frankly, when it comes to Celebration 2, I'm always excited just to go back to the R2-D2 Builders uh, room, you know, and, and have a good time. <laughs> Maybe next time you'll have a droid there. I literally am working on cleaning out a space over here in my garage and it's it's all for R2. That is literally, not, that is no joke. We brought like a dumpster in and uh, I've just been purging stuff. So I'm, I'm cleaning out, getting ready for, for something, a project, if you will. You better be. So, yeah. You's, you've spoken it enough that it should just be willed into existence at this point. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm tired of saying it. It needs to happen. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh well, um, you know, I'd like other uh, our, our listeners too to feel free to send us a transmission if you have thoughts on what we could be seeing at this next uh, celebration in, in Anaheim, and if there's, you know, I mean, is is there some clue out there that we're missing that may tell us more about it? I guess because I was a little, I did not think it was going to happen uh, this soon. So there's there's got to be a reason for that, and uh, yeah, so so I'll be interested to. See what folks think there. Um, okay, are we? Oh boy, oh boy. I'm I'm watching. Oh, I'm man. watching the magic of Lindsay just typing in the doc here, and and we're about to move into Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order discussion. I'm excited to hear your thoughts on that, Lindsay, because it looks amazing. I uh, y- y- we were both in the panel. Uh, we got to see some of that. Uh, uh, we got to see the trailer, right? I think we, we it was a trailer. And was there gameplay? No, there wasn't gameplay footage, was there? It wasn't gameplay footage, but it was rendered from. Yeah. The it was rendered from the footage, but it wasn't actual gameplay. Yeah, because that just came out right recently at, at um, E3 or whatever. E3 yeah. last weekend, yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 where. So we've seen some of the gameplay footage now. We've seen the trailer. Um, we've heard the creators talk about it. It's it's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which I was talking to you about the title and where the where the colon is there a colon is there going to be a series of games is there not going to be a series of games, you know I should just be happy with the one game shouldn't I I don't need to be looking, 
way far. No, like, we can always look for more. <laughs> but always demand it. Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. But but what do you think? So the main character is Cal, right? Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Cal. It, uh, yeah, Cal Custis. Cal Custis. Yeah. So it looks epic. He's on the run. Um, Order sixty six has happened, and he's trying to he's trying to hide his his force abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now one of the things that it was in the trailer, he makes this epic leap, and I feel like some of the gameplay footage that they showed us is somewhere early on in his journey. Don't you? Maybe? Yeah, they said that the gameplay footage they showed us was about three hours into the game. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, interesting. So he's uh, because I, I was just noticing the, the planet that we were on when we saw the gameplay footage. There was in the trailer. Remember when he's running and he jumps and he's trying to get away and he's like reaching out with his hand and he. Um, it seems like there's someone else on that ship that he's jumping onto who is force sensitive. Am I wrong about that? Do you remember that part? You're you're not wrong about that. Okay. Um, we're actually going to learn a little bit more about her and let me pull up what her name is i keep mispronouncing it um but from the trailer that original trailer what we had learned was he has that mentor character Uh and she is taking him in and my understanding at least from that panel was that she was taking him in more as a refugee kid not necessarily that she herself was force sensitive or anything like that. Right. I want to go back now though and really watch that trailer and see exactly what they said about her. Because they also announced this week that now we have a comic book that's going to tie into it. It's going to be five issue mini comic book series. It's called The Dark Temple. And it's going to be her as a Padawan herself. So now we can assume she absolutely was a jedi i don't know if maybe she left the order by the time order 66 came about and that's how she survived if she's another one who just so happened to be able to run and get out in time um so it seems like we're gonna get two really well developed characters here uh let me see i gotta find her name but yeah the the mentor type character seems to be force sensitive as well yeah, so I had no idea that that, that character was going to be tied into a comic book because I knew we were going to talk about the comic book, but I didn't know that that's where this was, was coming from or that's what it was going to focus yeah, on, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's at least, again, this is my understanding, certainly. Um, but it is going to be her. What is her name? You know, they've announced her name and now I can't find it anywhere. That's okay, yeah, well... Uh, I did. Here we go. Sierra Junda. Okay. And so that's going to be his mentor in the game, right? Yes. And so yeah. And the comic book may be about who she is and what happens to her. Because it doesn't have to be like super. Are, are you saying? Well, she's she's young in the comic book, so she's still a Padawan in the comic book. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. And here's the thought of why it's called Dark Temple. Yeah. Is really interesting to me as well because it looks like in the game, 
we're going to be entering some type of temple. You know, I know that there's speculation about is it the temple that's underneath the Jedi Temple uh-huh. that it was originally built on? Right. Um, at least legend, and I believe something in Thrawn might have mentioned this. Oh, um, okay. yeah. But the Jedi Temple was actually built on the ruins of a former Sith Temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we can, in this comic book or in the video game, go and actually look underneath the Jedi Temple and see what's in that old Sith Temple, wow. see what we can discover. And it certainly seems like by this title, Dark Temple, that would be the place to do it. So I'm, and I'm just, I, I, whenever I hear things like this, I like to start thinking about what it's going to be like or, or what the story might entail, where we're going to go with it. If it's about Dark Temple, and let's say we are going down to see the ancient you know, Sith uh, Temple below the Jedi Temple, if a Padawan went down there and somehow disobeyed protocol, orders, whatever, learned something, encountered some something terrifying, they might have fled, maybe, and been on the run or something. Who knows? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait until... Would you know when that comic book is coming out? Is it... Is it September. So, so before, it comes out yeah. a couple months before the video game, and it looks like in the comic book, it's not going to be under the Jedi Temple. It's going to be on a planet called Antatho. Oh, really? To oversee an excavation of a mysterious temple. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's pretty neat. I, I love that. Yeah, it, and she's definitely younger. It's, um, you know, like like when we got into Rebels and we got the the Lothal Temple, right? We got that different temple yeah. locations. I think that's really neat to see how, uh, how how they're all maybe tied together, what they what their purpose is, and and what we can find there. I just think that's really cool stuff. So, dang, I did not know there was a comic book tie-in. You see what? They're, they're brilliant. They're they're this is this is fantastic because I'm gonna go buy that comic. I have to know. Of uh, course. Yeah, I, I've got to get. You the can't story. have part of the story. You need the full story. Right. Exactly. And I mean, what I love about how the story group goes about all of this too is they make these stories and these tie-ins in such a way that if you don't read every single book and you don't watch every episode of the TV show, you're not gonna miss out on anything in the story you know you can still enjoy that one book as it is right it just so happens that for you know someone like me who wakes up at 4 a.m every wednesday to go through every single new comic book yeah i'm just gonna pick up on a few more things yeah yeah but if you don't pick up on them it's not like it takes you out of the story you don't enjoy it any less it's just it really is like pick your own level right well it's sort of like they've done enough to reward people uh, like you and I, who who love to keep up with all of that lore and, and things. My, my big lack has been the comic books. I've n- Even as a kid growing up, I I wasn't into them. I would get them, and I would read a couple Superman, Batman comic books here and there. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't even know Star Wars comic books were really a thing uh, growing up. Otherwise, I probably would have been all about it. Uh, so I was into the books, and and what have you and it was it's neat to kind of see the little nuggets that were left especially in legends like there's a lot of cool connections and they tie back into uh characters from other series and stuff so yeah if they're doing that in the comic books it's 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 worth because i always i always wonder i was uh, trying to convince matt why we need to get into the comic books more and it is because of all these little tiny crumbs i guess that lead you into other story threads or that make you think of 
where they might be going because they've done that, right? I mean, story groups talked about in the Vader series, they've left or they've introduced characters that we've seen, I guess, or I can't, I can't think of a good example, but um, where they've, they've put a thread in there, issues back that's going to come to, to fruition later on. And I just think it's the genius of story group and their, their planning. So no, it's incredible how they do that. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. So now the lightsaber, right? Is that is that the a big lightsaber? <laughs> that's 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 what we got to They mentioned it at celebration. It's still being talked about. It looks super cool. It's amazing. Just the the look of this bad boy. But you told I me I mean, they didn't even <laughs> Yeah, it's not even that they mentioned it. They like really hammered into it because yeah. if you remember maybe two days before celebration, they came out with uh, just an image of the lightsaber Yeah. to really start to get people hyped about this game. And that's all it was. It was just the, not even the entire lightsaber, just the top of it. Right. And it was sparking and it looked really cool. Yeah. And then we go into the panel and they're talking about the game, the way they made the game. They show us the trailer. Uh-huh. And at the end of the trailer now we finally get a little bit of a look at the lightsaber. Yeah. And in that panel, they talk about how important that lightsaber is. It's going to be so crucial to the story, so crucial to the game, but that's all they're going to say. And that's all there is to it. And now that we're talking about D&D and what they could be, how cool would it be if that lightsaber somehow tied into the Old Republic and whatever stories they were going to tell? Yeah. It it just... Okay. So when... I'm going to go on a little side tangent here, because it, and, I'll, and I'll feed right back into exactly what you just said. When The Force Awakens came out, and we were talking about how in the heck did Luke Skywalker's, Anakin Skywalker's, then Luke's, lightsaber end up in Rey's hand? How, how is it that that's back in The Force Awakens? And we, I remember when that speculation was all happening, we're leading into that movie, we were talking about the, the importance of artifacts and collectors, again, people going around collecting these ancient relics, things that were important that had significance in the Star Wars universe that maybe mm-hmm. even had extra powers. I mean, clearly that lightsaber that Rey, you know, it's it's through that kyber crystal that she touches. There's some connection there. It's it's giving her visions and things. So uh, that's fantastic. So when I think about this lightsaber, it has to have some historical. It looks worn out. It looks beaten up. It looks like it's got character to it. It's super, super badass looking. I mean, it's just, it's insanely cool. Uh, so if it were tied back into the Old Republic or something, that would be, that would be awesome. Right? Yeah. And I mean, well, every piece of writing, too, that we've seen so far, rev- like, centered around the lightsaber, it's not even an Arabesh. It's like a totally ancient language that looks more similar to the the text on the um the books that Ray has. Yeah. So it's old. Whatever this thing is, it is old. Yeah, which makes me think. So the reason I brought up um like the Kyber crystal is is there something you know how oftentimes when you would travel to like a Sith temple or you would go somewhere, you would have them you know, they're not necessarily becoming one with the Force, but they could possess a place or they could haunt a place almost and yeah. they could speak to uh, individuals who would travel there. I wonder if there's something with this 
lightsaber or this crystal that would cause Cal to have visions or to would speak to him in some way. I don't know. I just kind of thought that would be if that happens to Ray, could that happen to him? Um, is that all just the force? Maybe it's just the force. Maybe it's not the lightsaber itself or the crystal, but it would be. I really hope you're right. It would be cool. Otherwise, right? it's it, it would be cool. And I would even say it's going to be essential because otherwise all we have is the story is simply this this younger man on the run from the second sister. Yeah. Has yeah. a cool mentor. But other than that, what's going to keep us going and what's going to keep him going? Yep. You know, just watching this character on the run isn't an interesting story. Yeah. So there has to be some kind of MacGuffin or there has to be something that they're they're really going back and forth over. And the lightsaber would be an easy way to do it. Yeah. And it leaves so many, po- it opens up so many possibilities for how they could take that story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I just like it because even if he wasn't getting necessarily like any any counsel from from this individual, maybe he's just having these visions of of things that that that, that a former master went through. Maybe it hasn't been touched since that master. It was he, he went to a temple somewhere and discovered it or was drawn to it. That that, that would just add a whole other layer, and then it would tie into the story that they might want to tell with the old republic. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really excited. Now, you told me there's something that, <laughs> so we talk about how cool the lightsaber is, but then there's, uh, you can you can purchase, I guess, or if you do purchase the. Um, oh, it's the pre-order. The pre-order. Yeah, one yeah. of the, I just remember it struck me as so odd because of the emphasis they put on the lightsaber at Celebration. But if you pre-order the game, you get different skins for the lightsaber. Yeah. So it's like how if it's so important and it's going to be so crucial to the story, you know, we're we as Star Wars fans love our details yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we want to make sure everything is uniform and just right. And if you're going to set by if you're going to set these new rules, you play by those rules. Yeah. So if you're sitting here telling me that this specific lightsaber is really important, how are you going to have it where people can customize what it looks like? Yeah. Well, and see, if it was all, if it was the same general structure and, and shape, and I can't believe this is how nitty-gritty we're going with it, but it's, if, <laughs> if, if, if it were, you know, let's say just the, the, out, the outer shell of it, like the, the sheath or whatever, you could pull off, and then inside you have the, the, the main workings and components in the kyber crystal, then I could see maybe you do could, could change it up, and it's still essentially the same lightsaber. But, yeah, I, I wish it were just... And I know in games they want to have all that just to be able to customize things, but you can customize the character's wardrobe, his armor, other things. I don't know. I guess the lightsaber is the big thing, and so maybe people will want to do that as long as the kyber crystal is the same. You know, like and that's that. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe it's the kyber crystal. But but that would be. It, I guess it really just depends on if they're telling a story where in which the lightsaber is significant and it's guiding or leading Cal in some way uh, and, and helping yeah. him. Even though he has a mentor, uh, maybe that mentor is there helping him interpret, you know, visions or or things. It would just be really, really, really cool, I, I feel like. I mean, I guess the only other thing I could think of is they, they did talk about a couple different, I don't want to say options for gameplay, but there was, I think they called it like the wave mode. Okay. And that sounded more like the training. Okay. Okay. So maybe you can customize your lightsaber for 
for like a training element. Yeah, I see. I just, see. I mean, I, I personally, I'm actually a little worried to be honest. Yeah. Just because I do enjoy playing video games. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm just not good at them. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like this is one that you might have to be good at video games gotcha. to really maximize. Um, so I, <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but I want to like set aside an hour every other day or something just yeah. to play video games and start practicing just to be ready for this and make sure that I get the most out of the story. I mean, here's what I'm going to require from you though, is when you first get the game, I need you to somehow record your, your terrible gameplay footage. If you're, if you're that bad, Lindsay, I, I, yeah. I want- <laughs> Because <laughs> we're, we're, we're a couple of my friends were like, "Give me your gamer tag, we'll play." I'm like, "No, because we won't be friends after that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Well, I I was talking to to Matt uh, about what Respawn had said the gameplay was going to be like, and it was almost like they didn't want it to be, as you say, a button smasher, but it, so it was a little bit more intelligent, a little bit more complex. But at the same time, it was something you could pick up pretty easy. Like, you could do advanced moves and do really cool stuff. Like, if you saw the gameplay footage, um, freezing people, that, that time freeze, and then pulling a stormtrooper into the path of, you know, a blaster bolt was pretty cool. That might be a complex thing you have to do on the controller. But you can get through the game without doing that, I guess. I, I, I think is the way it, it, it may go. So... Yeah, it'll be neat. it'll be neat to kind of we'll, we'll have to play. Do you have a PS4? No, I have Xbox. Oh, what is wrong with you? Are you kidding me? I know, I know. Are you but see, me? it's so that more people won't ask me to play with them, oh. and I won't have to explain how bad I am to okay. more people. Okay, well that's fine. Well, we'll see? still. It's all for a reason. That's fine. We're still gonna make you get on Discord and and uh, hang out with us <laughs> while we play. Uh, Deal. Wow, but yeah, deal. You have to experience it. Oh man, it, it's. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I think the story is going to be really epic. And, and what we like, did you like the Battlefront Two story with Iden Versio? D- did you enjoy that? I loved it. Yeah, it was just too. It was actually too short for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really enjoyed that, and I feel like so much of what they do is they kind of test out these stories and these mediums to make sure that like people are interested and they're going to get it right. And because, in my opinion, they did a really good job with that campaign, that's when they were like, full full force, let's go. Yeah. Um, I really like that campaign. My only real gripe with it now is when I go back and I try and replay it, it's just the same thing over and over and over. Whereas with Jedi Fallen Order, my understanding of it is that it really is going to be meant to be played multiple times. Okay. And as you gain more skills and you learn new things, you can go back to planets you've been on before and play the game differently. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Like if there's side quest or if there's an extra layer of story or something, that would be really neat. Like hidden things that you can kind of go find. I I do like that. I like that a lot. So Yeah. That's one of the things I've been enjoying about Vader Immortal, too. You know, you play the first time just to play it, but then you can keep going back and, like, I'll pick one chapter and just go back and look at, okay, so these are the murals on the wall, yeah, and these are the the decorations here, and this is what this building looks like, and really start to explore. Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I I have not had a chance to to dive into it much, um, 
or, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the what what Vader Immortal is going to be played on, right? What's it played on? Um, I have the Oculus Quest. What is that? And they're going to It's VR. Yeah, okay. See, over my head. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. You need like the full headset, you need to clear the Jeez, room out. Crit- give me a padded room. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean. Oh gosh. <laughs> that stuff intimidates me. I think I would literally get dizzy and pass out i don't know if i'd be able to do it you know i'd have to go it's into wild it. yeah uh, i don't know i'll try it one day but uh we're only gonna do it once and the cameras will be on to film it so that way we can all enjoy a good laugh uh while i experience all right you know. we'll hold you to it yeah so <laughs> we have that recorded the, we'll hold you to there it there was a panel for that right that's the one i at, at celebration there was and oddly enough the panel was kind of lackluster if okay. you ask me okay but the game itself is wonderful or it's not even really a game. The story. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't, and I, I thought it was going to be more of a game, but it really is more of just a story. Okay. Which I like. Yeah, I just didn't know much about it. So, all right, awesome, cool. Yeah. Any other thoughts on on the uh, on this video game that's coming out? Things that you you want to see, or you, you just you really want those old Republic tie-in connections, right? Is that what is that what I'm getting? I would, yeah. You know, I think everything else looks awesome. The Purge Troopers in it look great. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to find out more about the second sister. Right. It's it's just for me, I, I'm excited to see how they take the story because just the length of it, the sheer length of this game that they said is going to take you to play, yeah. it has to be so much packed into it. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what they do. I think they really are trying to push the boundaries there. Wow. Okay. Awesome. What is? I mean, how long is the game? Do you? Was there was there a number like a like an like hours they of game? They like, gave the announcement. Yeah. It was. I can't remember. Because I, I was. I mean, I'm I'm hoping you know, back in the day we used to put, I mean a god awful amount of like hours into uh knights of the old republic and and things like that i mean we would just you know it, it consumed our lives and we almost didn't graduate college so like it sounds like this is going to be the same okay good that's fine that's that's great that's good yeah because if they're showing us something like three hours into the game there yeah that they said wasn't even spoilery yeah. so if three hours into the game you're getting into stuff that's not even considered a spoiler what right but what that makes me think of, though, if that was three hours into the game, when did he get the lightsaber? You know? I mean, it must be... Yeah. Like, where does he get it, too? It had to have been early on. Or, or Do we see him on the run? How early do we see him in, in his life? I don't know where we pick up with him, I guess, is what I'm, I'm excited to see as well. So, yeah. Uh, it's going to be... They, they seem to be hitting it pretty hard now. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I think that now that Galaxy's Edge is open, they don't necessarily have to keep focusing on that. There's a few books coming out. I think they're going to take some time now to really focus on this because then in September, we're going to start to really focus more on Rise of Skywalker and Mandalorian. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, uh, Wow, we're, we're going to have to continue to, you know, the discussion. This is coming out in November, right? November 15th. Okay, November 15th. And when does The Mandalorian start? Isn't it early November too? 
It is, but that's also going to be a week-by-week basis. That's not going to be something that we binge. No, you're kidding me. You, you, are you serious? That's that's a good yeah. thing. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a, I, yeah so that's really going to last. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, okay, I was hoping because what worried me was... That's what I like about HBO and Game of Thrones is that each week you get to kind of speculate. You, I mean, you get to... Head off to the. It's to, so much fun. Yeah, you, you're at work with friends, and you're talking about what you think may come up in the next week, and it's it just builds the hype. I think this. I like to binge a good TV show, but when they're new and they're coming out, I really don't mind just sitting down, absorbing for, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that that's good news because I was kind of wondering about that. So, okay, all right, cool beans. Well, um. Here we. I mean, here's the thing, friends. If you haven't figured out yet that uh, Lindsay knows her stuff, and uh, she is the lore master. All right, and we had such. I think you you blew people away when we were at celebration and we were kind of sitting around the fire. Do you remember we had the big collaboration with? Oh, of course. That was the best night. That was the best. I mean, it was absolutely amazing. So somewhere, do you did you guys post that on Clashing Sabers? We did. Yeah, we did that on Clashing Sabers, and then okay. Um, I actually have joined the guys over on Sith Talk a couple of times now. Yeah. And they gave me the fun new nickname that I've fully embraced. Yes. Okay, good. That, is that your new social media then? That's your... That's your. It is. Yeah, that's how I came up with that name. Awesome. Okay, so cool being... So uh, here you go, friends. If you want to follow Lindsay on Twitter, uh, make sure you follow her at the Lady of Lore, which is perfect for you. I was... When I saw you type that <laughs> in, I'm like, that's great. When did that happen? Because... It's so true. Um, so, because we were, oh, I, I, I tried to give you, let's see, was this, I can't remember if this was last week or the week before, we were talking about the rise of Skywalker, and I totally wanted to give you credit for the whole, you're the first person who told me about the idea that the Skywalker who is rising may be a group of Skywalkers, and it may be a new order of, of Jedi, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, that was something Jeremy and I were playing off of each other, but... I just remember really dis- really distinctly remember thinking of that line in Thrawn where he's talking about how the force sensitive children he they always called them skywalkers. Yeah. Right. Right. So I remember oh. when you said that like it just sort of took all of us into different conversations and we were you know the the drinks were flowing and I felt like I wish <laughs> such a good night yeah I, I could almost see because like, there was a bunch of people there it felt like we were in the cantina and it, it, it also kind of felt like we had just won we had just beaten the empire and it was like if indoor had a cantina like we we would have been there we were like yes celebrating oh talking, my god you know? we were transported oh man it was it was just it was so epic and so you definitely are the lady of lore and it was just it was so cool to we've been talking Gosh, clear back into the days of Rebel Watch, I, I, I had you on there uh, for some collaborations and stuff. And I remember when we first came across you, you've always been into the books and you've always been really into the lore. And I, I, that's what is, um, for lack, well, that's what's cool about you. That's that's what attracted us <laughs> to you. You know, it's it's just so cool. So Well, thank you. Yeah. Now, let's also mention, we, we've mentioned it, but I want to formally mention um, Clashing Sabers, right? The, the podcast. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. So if you head over to clashingsabers.net, you can find all of our articles, all of our podcasts there. And then, of course, our podcast feed anywhere that you are listening to this podcast. You could also find anything on Clashing Sabers. Uh, We have actually a few different shows. So if books are your thing, we have a podcast for just books. If talking about the movies is your thing, we have that as well. Um, Yeah. So there's there's a few different shows on there. We have quite a few different hosts. Um, whatever brings you to Star Wars and is the reason why you love it, let us know. We we love doing exactly what you guys do here on Hyperspace Hangout, which is just let's look at the films, let's have fun with it, yeah. let's talk about it in a positive way. And I gotta hand it to you and Matt too. Um, I've been enjoying this show so much the past few weeks, and I'm really excited to see what you guys do with it. I just love the vibe that you have and everything that you bring to the Star Wars community. Wow. Well, you're you're the best, Lindsay. Thanks thanks for saying that. Because we, I, I told Matt, um, and he is so jelly. He he definitely wanted to be on here, <laughs> and he just guys, we, we've mentioned it in the first episode. The the ship that we're on is the Outcast, and it's just falling apart, man. It is absolutely falling. It's 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 falling apart so much that my computer screen actually died. And I'm on my phone now, trying to like look at the look at the dock here as we finish the show, so it's <laughs> it's hysterical. But uh, yeah, he definitely wanted to join us, and so we'll have we'll have Lindsay back on, and uh, and and talk to her more because I, I enjoy Clashing Sabers, and if you guys haven't had a chance to go check them out, you definitely need to. What are the names of the? Because you specifically run, um, a a show, a sub show there on clashing sabers right what's the name of that i do so brandon and i we have the flagship show um clashing sabers and then we also do don't burn the sacred text yeah uh that one is really focusing on the books and we try and not even just focus on the plots of the books but really go into the themes what we learn about the different characters um we have some fun stuff lined up there in yeah. July. Yes. Actually, even more so since what I told you last night. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out. And then we have Forever Star Wars. We have Starships. Um, Adriana, who sent me the yes um, Galaxy's Edge photos, she runs Starships. And it really is just, you know, hey, let's take these two pairings in Star Wars and let's dive into why that's a fun pairing, whether it is romantically, whether they are butting heads, anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there really is a little something for everyone there. I think. Wow, that's that's so cool. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Um, so definitely go check that out. Uh, ClashingSabers.net. No, but in all seriousness, we do want to thank uh, Lindsay for coming on, and and uh, we can't can't wait to have you back on. Honestly, are you, would you be interested in coming back? Oh, absolutely. You guys just say when. I'm down to uh, hang out in hyperspace whenever. Okay. Awesome. I like that. I like that. All right, friends. Uh, Well, it is time for us to uh, say farewell here. We want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we will be discussing your transmissions, and we're finally going to get to thoughts on the Mandalorian TV show. It's something we've been trying to to get to, so uh, we've gotten a couple transmissions, and anyone that we had... Leading into this week, we are kind of saving those for next week just because we had this wonderful uh, conversation planned out here with Lindsay. So stay tuned there. We'll, we'll be discussing The Mandalorian and all of your trans transmissions next week. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you in a week. And remember, traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.